1: i know well before it seemed like the it, it was it was something weird because it was totally fine for like the first half of the episode and then there was a weird pop and there'd just be mm-hmm. like chunks of words missing that's weird yeah Oh, eh. yeah gremlins oh that's something we yeah. can do an episode on
0: gremlins gremlins like, like the the airplane gremlins
1: yeah like the airplane gremlins we haven't done that yet
0: is that is that like actually a real thing that people believe, or is that just like a joke that people would say whenever anything whenever uh, anything went wrong? I think it's I think, more think a joke. I think it's more a joke. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like where's
1: <laughs> oh. 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 But man. also it's it's good to be back. We're back Yeah. after an How extended it hiatus. Been? It's been very long, we, right? Because we've been we a took... month a one episode break and then we
0: took took an episode break and then
1: we were going to record and i got the craziest stomach virus i ever i shit so many times in on myself
0: i think i think you said that it was a new record
1: yeah i broke my i shit myself in bed i shit myself on the couch i shit Mm -hmm. myself on the way to the toilet and i was throwing up there is usually a double barrel attack where you have to have that Mm -hmm. panic moment where like the first time Ready it happens, it. you have to it's not are you going to make it? it it's i've got one toilet but i have two things happening at the same time there's well that's
0: what the that's what the trash cans for
1: so yes that's what i there, the first time was very, a very close call but i did rip the bag out of the trash can and just start shitting and throwing up into it at this time it was, it was fantastic um now important important yeah. uh were you shitting into the bag or the <laughs> <laughs> shitting into the toilet and throwing up into okay. the Actually, a funny thing about that, and I'll try not to be too graphic because uh, Brandon, we're already past that point. But I was trying to hide because it, it was it was I was violently doing both at the same time, mm-hmm. frequently, and I, I was getting very dehydrated. So I was hydrating with fruit punch and um, Pedialyte, mm-hmm. which is like the neon red color. And Eric, mm-hmm. she she kept hearing what I was doing, but she never saw. It. And then one time, she just opened the door while I was actively like spraying out both things, and just saw like. She said it was like the exorcist, just like f- f- crazy violent like neon red <laughs> but
0: Okay, Reagan. It was it was uh
1: it was it was it was terrible. Oh. It was and oh, then oh. uh my mom was nice enough, because I, I didn't go to work or anything either, uh, to drop off a smoothie for me because I couldn't eat solids for a few days. Um mm-hmm. and then just from entering the house to drop off the smoothie, I texted her one day, be like, hey, do you wanna watch the baby for a little bit? And she's like your father and I spent the night laying on the bathroom floor.
0: <laughs> it's super contagious.
1: <laughs> yeah, Erica and Pika didn't didn't get it.
0: I thought Pika was the one who gave it to you.
1: She may have, but she, she may have been asymptomatic because a couple kids at she daycare a... had a stomach bug. And my sister also had a stomach bug the week prior, so I think it's a thing going around for daycare. What Pika did, because the day before I had made... Um, a huge thing of collard greens. And it turns out if you give a baby collard greens, they like, uh, Angelina Jolie can curve their shit around their diaper. So Erica had fun dealing with the two of us. Just, just, just destroy. We covered the bed with, um, potty training pads for puppies. Those big like sheets.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. I, see. I see. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ugh. Okay. Um, we're back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're definitely back. Um, but also, in the time that we have been gone, uh, Velma got released, and Jesus Christ, is, a, dump- <laughs> is a dumpster fire?
1: I have not watched it, but I've been thoroughly enjoying the Discord uh, talk about it.
0: I'm not going to go into a lot of detail, but Velma is mean. She's just mean. She's been snarky in the past, but now
1: she's just mean, okay? <laughs> Did she like... Is she mean in the way that, like, do you think she read The Pickup Artist? <laughs> like, is she the, trying to, like, neg everybody? Uh, she's mean in the way that Mindy
0: Cowling can be mean. Okay. If that makes sense.
1: Who I, I have to look who that is. Mindy Cowling. I, what's that?
0: K-A-L-I-N-G.
1: Um, oh, her. Gotcha.
0: Yeah, she's mean in the way that she's mean. Gotcha. All right. She just, she just feels like she's so mean. She's so mean. In the first episode, she hits uh, a naked Daphne with a a field hockey stick. If my memory is correct,
1: Wait, and like what? launches her across the room. Yeah, that that seems out of character. A <laughs> little bit, a little bit. Um, also, she,
0: Shaggy isn't Shaggy in this series. He's normal, um, and he's not a stone. He doesn't have. Any- he like hates drugs like violently.
1: <laughs> um, this seems. But he's like also a Bizarro universe version of Scooby Doo, where someone just tried to make something terrible. Like just take an IP and make make everybody hate it.
0: He 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 simps for for uh for Velma too like. Yeah. Pretty bad, I must say, like he just starts saying like Andrew Tate quotes, <laughs> no, not quite Andrew Tate quote level, he's like he he's it's it's bad, it's bad, and then they they made Glenn howerton Fred, right, yeah, and they took away all of the charm that Fred has, all of it, God <laughs> um, but yeah, no, so. I hate watching it. Um, and, and the worst part is, I also watched an episode of Supernatural. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's an episode of Supernatural they get, where they get pulled into the TV and into a Scooby-Doo episode.
1: Oh, God. <laughs> it's called Scooby-Natural, and yeah. it's amazing. I'll have to watch it. I didn't find out until, like, a few months after our daughter was born that her middle name came from the TV show Supernatural. <laughs> What was it? Amara. Oh, okay. That's <laughs> yeah. funny. I just thought it was a fun sounding name, but it turns out it's it's exactly like derived from that show.
0: <laughs> that's that's funny. <laughs> that's
1: oh funny. man. Oh,
0: look the at that. Darkness, often called by her other name, Amara. That's the description <laughs> for it.
1: Because uh, I never watched Supernatural, so I didn't. I didn't pick up on it.
0: I watched the first season, first couple seasons, and it was good. And then Christian mythology became like the main point of the series, and it lost me.
1: That's oh what? I'm sorry. I was just scrolling through the the episode copy just to see uh, what I'm looking at, and I got to the list of bullet points at the bottom, and just yeah, saw... we'll get to there. I'm we'll not gonna. I'm it, not reading not... ahead. I was. <laughs> but you know what? I saw that you very last bullet point, and it caught my attention. You know what, Brandon?
0: Let's let's start the episode. How about that? Alright, that works. So this is Cryptopedia. There's a bunch of stuff. I don't say, I don't ever say it. That's the thing. I'm John. I'm Brandon. Um, and this week, Brandon, we're gonna be taking a trip back to the American South. Oh yeah. Um and in this particular case, we're going to the Ozarks.
1: Oh, uh, another now, show I never watched.
0: Yeah, I never watched it <laughs> either. So the Ozark Mountain Range, aside from being that show that we're talking about, which uh-huh. neither of us has watched that features John Bateman. Um, John Bateman it's what's John Bateman yeah. that's the name of the actor okay I, I looked up that I looked up all of that just so I could say that in the sentence <laughs> um so it is a physiographic region spanning Arkansas Missouri Oklahoma and Kansas over an area of 4700 square miles which for our kilometer using friends is 1200 thousand kilometers squared um
1: Twelve? the region is a- 120 ca- kilometers squared, or thousand.
0: One hundred and twenty thousand. Yeah, That's the word
1: I wanted yeah, to use. Yeah, we're we one one sig fig off.
0: Yeah, yeah. I I'm bad <laughs> at saying, reading things. Um, so the region is a highland, mostly with a, some moderately high peaks, uh, roughly twenty five hundred feet, which is pretty decently sized, actually. Not not too bad. Um, it has springs, caves, sinkholes, and all manner of geographic features conducive to hidden operations and creatures. Now, when I say hidden operations, of course, we're talking about the drugs, because oh. That's thats That shows about drugs. That shows about drugs. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's what it's about. Um, so, hunting, trapping, foraging, and fishing are all enmeshed in the region's history, um, and still prominent. Pro- <laughs> they're also <Words>. prominent, <laughs> despite the fact that the uh, more modern tourist industry has taken... Um, root in the region, right? That's like the main that's the main like um business yeah. in the area. Also there's like a bizarre number of corporate headquarters in the in the Ozarks, like I think Walmart, what? um Bass Pro Shops and a bunch of other like yeah. Like I I don't I don't remember the specifics, but I remember reading like a little factoid that was like, Yeah, there's like a
1: bunch of corporate headquarters that I'm are in the Ozarks. Sure, it's they've got some like tax related thing going on there.
0: Probably,
1: but also it could just
0: be that's where the people are from.
1: It could be that's where they're from, uh, but there's like places will just move headquarters if they yeah. don't have to pay taxes for ten years or whatever. That's true. That's like and, and like the uh, just just principalities will set up like cut agreements with corporations because they want to try to bring the people there. So they'll just hang mm-hmm. out there till the end of that contract, and then they'll like mm-hmm. just go fuck off somewhere else. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. No. People. People are. People think that they'll actually you know not fuck them over the first chance they can. But you know, capitalism. Yeah. So um. So one of the most. Notable features of this region, though, however, um, is the prevalence of an oral storytelling tradition uh, that hot. gives the region a particular uh flair. failure. Now, are you saying hot because I said the word oral? Yep. Okay.
1: Yep. Got it. Um, t- I'm an adult and have children.
0: <laughs> it's true. This is true. This is fact.
1: Um, my humor hasn't changed since 6th grade.
0: I mean, I don't know if any. Well, I I disagree. It has definitely changed. If you watch so funny story. Uh I have a uh, like a trial subscription to Paramount Plus, so uh-huh. we're just basically watching nonsense that's on Paramount Plus. Um and I noticed that Drawn Together was on there. Uh huh. Um, and now I don't know if you remember Drawn Together at all.
1: I believe so. That's the. Uh, it, it was on Comedy Central, and it had that yep. weird creature whose name I'm drawing a blank on. But the Sockbat? the silly butt.
0: Waldorf Sockbat. I think. Yes. Yeah. Um. So, uh, do you remember anything about that show?
1: Uh, absolutely not. Oh yeah, it had it had um it had knockoff Pikachu.
0: Yep, that that was character's
1: name was Lingley. Ling. It, it had uh Betty Boop. Uh Toot. It had um not a Superman knockoff. It had not Captain Hero. Not a Disney princess knockoff. It, princess Clara. It had um a character, and I think the whole joke was that he was gay. And I think that was the, Xander. That well, was well. <laughs> so it starts
0: out with he's on a never ending quest to find his girlfriend. Yeah. Um and then he comes to terms with the fact that he's gay a few episodes in, and then the rest of it is just him being gay. Okay. Yeah, yeah.
1: And then it had um, uh, a uh, black girl with foxtail, foxy love. Yeah. It also had Adam Carolla playing himself
0: as a a flash animated pig.
1: I don't recall that, but I I that sounds yeah. amazing.
0: It was basically well. It doesn't hold up, Brandon.
1: Oh no! It
0: really—it's super offensive.
1: <laughs> oh, oh,
0: yeah. Like, as far as like like, it is the most probably the single most offensive uh, animated cartoon that was from that Th- era. There's, I would say. I,
1: I'm I'm not going to be able to pull up a specific example. But with all these streaming services, now they'll have, like, the odd show from back in the day. So I'll just throw it on, be like, oh, I haven't seen that in in a while, and put it on. Oh, I used to love that show. And I'll, and I'll just be like, this is wild, and this was just a normal TV. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> this is unacceptable. Why Why did they ever think this was okay to air? Yeah. <laughs> well, remember the, like, Andy Milanaka show?
1: Oh, yes, I do.
0: That was a weird show. What's
1: he up to now? I don't know.
0: I'm Uh, just gonna. I I think he might be dead. (laughs) I could be wrong.
1: (laughs) Not Anfi. Andy Mil Mil Milenakis. It says American comedian. He is 46 Mm -hmm. years old. Um, and he's still doing shows apparently. I guess. Interesting. 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 I'm going to do something that's always fun and type in a celebrity name. So this case will be Andy Milanakis and then controversy and see if he got up to any shit. This, by the way, almost uh, definitely. Every time I look up someone's name, I always look it up a second time with the word controversy. And it's always some wild shit. Um, He decided not to attend a Super Bowl party and apologizes for calling super bowls gay okay so i guess and then it says cash meow labeled a dangerous psych sociopath all right so we'll find there there may or may not have been something
0: yeah let me you know what let's get back to this week's scripted. ah yes um so kind of going back to the whole folkloric flair thing that i was talking about like yeah. you know, the folklore telling and you know the the oral storytelling oh. as we have made a, a joke um So, in his 1951 book, uh, Randolph Vance notes that a popular pastime in the region goes by many names, such as stretching the blanket, letting out a whack, sawing off a whopper, (laughs) or spinning a windy. (laughs) I'll show you letting out a whack. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: I'll stretch your blanket.
0: Oh, no. (laughs) No. Uh the book in question was called We Always Lie to Strangers, Tall Tales from the Ozarks. So, um, in addition to having fucking wild names for first like tall tale telling, yeah. uh, the Ozarks have a very storied tradition of tall tales, uh, with subjects ranging from Wampus Cat and other fearsome critters, uh, to the fabled mother in law bed said what? to be present in Arkansas bridal suites. Yes, so <laughs> there's a story what? in in We Always Lie to Strangers, uh-huh. uh, where somebody from out of town uh, goes to like a hotel, and the only room that's left is like a be- a suite that has two beds. Yeah. Um, and without a without skipping a beat, the dude who's like the proprietor, uh-huh. he um, he says uh. Like like when the guy's like, why why are there three beds? Why are there two beds in here? Right? Yeah. Without skipping a beat, the proprietor's like, "Oh, well, that's for the bride's mother." Because <laughs> apparently in Arkansas, every every on every honeymoon the bride goes along with the mother. <laughs> that's the joke.
1: Someone's got to hold the video camera. That's all I'm saying.
0: Yeah, someone's got to hold of that. Well, you have to have evidence of consummation. You you do in Arkansas. It it's
1: it,
0: it is legal. Yeah, it is a legal requirement, and the mother-in-law is the one who usually is the person yeah. who does that.
1: And they still, um, the county clerk's office still has to like save all the tape files of those records too. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: yeah. If you go to the cl- county clerk's office, and you can put in requests for it too. Yeah, just to verify. <laughs> um, so regardless whether or not uh this week's cryptid is an extension of this storytelling tradition i'll leave it up to
1: you to decide um so the ozark howler brandon i'm sorry i'm sorry i was just picturing myself like out in the woods it's in the mid of night um clear sky good weather conditions and you just hear something that sounds like a great ape screaming like daddy (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like what was that and then again you hear "Ah, uh, don't worry daddy it's getting closer it's getting closer and then it starts like throwing rocks and doing all the standard bigfoot stuff <laughs> i
0: i'm i'm trying to follow your train of logic now are you are you conflating the uh mother-in-law sex tape with just
1: a cryptid in general Well, no so the creature is called the ozark howler so my head was just like what if instead of like bigfoot howls it was just like things you hear in porn
0: (laughs) okay (laughs) so uh the the ozark howler though brandon is not a bigfoot Um, oh it's not a bigfoot it no a somewhat common description of the beast indicates it is the size of the bear okay uh thick with stocky legs and black hair uh, most importantly, the howler has glowing red eyes, a nightmarish howl described as some combination of a wolf's howl, an elk's bugle, and the laugh of a hyena.
1: That's an interesting description.
0: Yeah. So while not all accounts mention it, the howler is also said to have a pair of horns, evoking like a kind of jackalope, mountain goat style aesthetic. Yeah. Um, behaviorally, it's described as being a carnivore, hunting deer and farm animals. Its names include, and this is according to the Cryptids Wiki, Uh, Hoo Hoo, Nightshade Bear, Ozark Black Howler, and Devil Cat. And now, Brandon, I have yes. an MP3 there for you, and this is from Ozark Howler.info, because of course that website exists. Um, and this is the Ozark Howler's call, supposedly. Supposedly. I, I want to put like huge, like, <laughs> supposedlys on this one. <laughs>
1: yeah it's interesting so it sounds like it's someone's just in a house filled with dogs also <laughs> but the hell in the background is uh doesn't sound like it's, it's a hell
0: yeah i mean i remember um when i found this i was kind of nonplussed by it yeah it just seems like generic hell Yeah, it's, 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 there's nothing, like, super, like, supernatural about it to me. It just is, like, a a dog, a bunch of dogs barking around, like, a weird, almost, I think it's closer to an elk bugle than anything.
1: Yeah. Um, Oh, yeah, that seems fair. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, so... Generally speaking, this is where descriptions of the howler end, though, right? Beyond the physical appearance, Okay. Um, No sources I could find discussed where they live beyond the Ozarks. I don't even know where in the Ozarks you can find them, uh, just that they're somewhere in the woods. Um, And despite having the Ozark howler on my list for some time now, I haven't touched it uh, because it's not a very... uh, thick story so to speak in yeah. terms of the actual behavior there, of the
1: supposed cryptid there's not a lot of meat on the bone yeah,
0: yeah. however there's a ton of surrounding uh, like controversy and discussion about the Ozark howler okay um which is interesting and so we'll start with the beginning of the Ozark howlers canon All right. um which uh so basically the first record of the Ozark Howler that we supposedly have uh-huh. uh is from Daniel Boone.
1: Was uh, he a real a letter? Guy? F- yes, he was. Daniel Boone was absolutely real. He's one of those guys f- that like he's he was in a lot of kids' shows that were to teach you about history, but those kids' shows also had things that were not actual history. They were just like That's American, true. like Americana folklore type stuff. So I, uh, there's a few people where I'm like, I don't know if you're a do a real guy or if you're just like, what was on TV?
0: Daniel Boone is in fact a real person.
1: Yeah, he will say an American pioneer. Was it, I don't remember. Uh, I don't
0: remember if it was Daniel Boone or Davy Crockett that we we, uh, shat on, and then Linwood came around and was like, hey guys. Not this one.
1: Oh, fuck yeah. Andrew Jackson, though. <laughs> yeah, fuck Andrew Jackson. Um, um, let's see. He settled Kentucky, and uh, from 1734 to 1820. Okay, so he lived to be like yeah, what's that 113 years old or so? Which is good I, for back then.
0: I don't think that was how old he was, but I'm not going to do the math or look. At
1: I it. just refused to do math, so I pulled a fake number out.
0: Okay, that's what I thought because, like, I vaguely remember him living to around eighty and not, not a hundred. 80, um,
1: eighty-six is still pretty good for back then. Yeah, it's pretty decent. He oh, um, if you live a long time at that time period, that probably means you were doing bad things. Why you say that? Well, because like, if you're gonna live to eighty-six, that means like. You probably have a lot of people doing things for you and you just get to I'm, sit in your house and like not get malaria.
0: I don't think that's the case for for Daniel Boone, but I'm not going to go to bat for him.
1: Yeah, I'd have to I'd uh, have to read some more of his uh his ventures.
0: But um I don't I don't think that's the case for Daniel Boone because he was an actual <clears throat> he was an actual outdoorsman, so yeah. I don't know. And I'm not gonna go to bat for him, but I'm also not gonna shit on him because I just don't have the information. He's
1: in the the neutral zone for now. We we need information. Oh uh, let me Um uh Daniel Boone uh Oh controversy. There's a word oh not controversy. No, I just went to see what uh, Autocomplete had, and there is Daniel Boone Alamo and Daniel Boone Slaves.
0: Oh, well, I could tell you that he definitely... Had, he probably had slaves.
1: Yeah. Well, that's what I was alluding to. That, like, that's why he got to live to be 86. <clears throat> uh, oh, Daniel Boone was not at the Battle of the Alamo. Then why is that? On, oh, it's because people didn't know when they were looking. At, you, you can't trust the yeah. Google auto-completes. Uh,
0: he was, in fact, a slave owner. And enslaved people saved his life on more than one occasion. Okay, so... That's the caveat Mtor, to Daniel Boone. Uh, But returning to the Ozark Howler, Brandon. Yes. um, So the the first supposed occurrence of the Ozark Howler is in a letter of questionable provenance Uh from Daniel Boone to his sister-in-law. Allegedly, this letter was written in 1810 after Boone had taken a hunting trip a few miles north of Cuba, Missouri. Now based on his age, this would have been written when he was 76. Jesus. Um, so, uh, and I will say that this, this letter is, the way that this is written is phonetically, right? So the, the, he doesn't oh, spell things the correct, he, yeah. right, he spells things phonetically. Um, so it goes, I leave you with an alarming story of a black creature I found and wounded on the Souter Creek. Uh, black and swarthy with horns on its scalp, Ignorant of its name I am told of the sound it makes with a terrible howling howling in the night warnings of this for settlers should be passed along your humble servant Daniel Boone The uh
1: we should go back to spelling phonetically That's uh,
0: fine I mean it it would be basically it it ruins the ability of the reader to know for sure what you're saying so Yeah
1: I have a uh, my my neighbor is is uh, English as a second language, and uh, mm-hmm. we also were, we're we're coworkers. So I'll get like he'll write something up and be like, "Hey, can you just double check this for me." And and if he doesn't know a word, he goes and uh, f- you know phonetically spells it, and I'll be like, "I know what you're shooting for, but uh, <laughs> yeah, you're 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 a little bit off." Oh, and I did I say. He also gets turns of phrase, which also, if English is a second language, th- that's got to be like very hard thing to it's pick up. On. It, it's super common.
0: So he'll, he'll idioms. Idioms yeah. are idioms don't translate well.
1: Yeah, which a for effort. But like, if we're carpooling, I might have brought this up before, like to go for lunch or whatever. He'll be like, "I'm bringing a shotgun" and like run to the instead of like because he's calling shotgun, but he's just saying, "I'm I'm bringing a shotgun." <laughs> I am bringing a shotgun. <laughs> yeah, and then we had uh, what was it,
0: dude? We're going to a, We're going to an elementary school. Maybe don't. don't yeah, maybe don't, don't say
1: that. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We just want pizza, man. Um, and then Friday, I have another coworker who, who in addition to like engineering, is a, a prof- like plays goes on tour playing guitar. He, he's in mm-hmm. like a, a band that goes on like European tours and whatever. And um, what my coworker was trying to say is that. He had played with the Grateful Dead, but he just but I just hear him yell. He plays with dead people over the <laughs> over the cubicle wall. And that one took me a second because I, I was like, because sometimes you just have to process and connect dots, and I eventually got from A to B. And I was like, oh, here's what here, here's what he means. Here's what
0: he actually means. <laughs> yeah. Oh uh, Jesus, that's funny.
1: Um, oh, it's cement. We we have a, a fire pond. So that's yeah. a basically a man made lake that exists in the case of fire, it's gonna pull all the water for the sprinkler systems from this man made lake. So we have yeah. but uh, he he uh, so he was being told about that that system and someone mm-hmm. said cement pond, but the words cement and semen are very close in the language. So he thought that someone was telling him there's a pond filled with com outside. <laughs> because see, see her cement pond he just goes that's disgusting <laughs> it's like wait why is that gross <laughs> amazing yeah.
0: i'll show you a cement pond <laughs> yeah
1: um anywho yeah yeah sorry so for the tangent daniel
0: daniel boone was not responsible for any uh <laughs> cement ponds as far as i know um what's well, why, but- why it's why the ozark howlers <laughs> Allen. Probably. (laughs) Um, So Boone is then said to have encountered the creature again six years later, which would be uh, 82. When he's 82, I should say. Um, And in this case, he allegedly killed an Ozark Howler. Now, I should note, this particular iteration of the story uh, comes from a 2019 post on OzarkHowler.net. And if you'll notice, that's a different... That's a different Ozark Haller website from the one that I pulled the audio clip that I just showed you. Yeah, it's... There are two Ozark Haller websites, OzarkHaller.net and OzarkHaller.info. And <laughs> if you go to them, they're very similar. They're both WordPress huh. sites. So they're very, very, very similar. But we'll get into that in a second. Okay. Um, so I looked for a primary source for a while, um... <laughs> Longer than I probably should have. Uh because there are no additional references to the story that predate uh the specific source that I could find. Um however there is um there is some like record of David Boone Daniel Boone having encounters like like the Ozark Howler and Daniel Boone exist. Right? Yeah. Like that's a connection that exists. But no uh-huh. existence of this p- specific letter could be found. Okay. Um. So, and I'll make matters worse, Brandon. Uh, according to Expedition X, uh, episode season five, episode two, there is only one personal letter from Daniel Boone to a family member. Uh huh. And in that letter, there's no mention of the story. And Daniel huh. Boone closes the letter with the following close. Um. Give my love to all your children and all my friends. Farewell, my dear sister, Daniel Boone. Um. So yeah, it, it's it's this whole thing because like the close is totally different because it, yeah. it implies that when he's writing personal letters, he writes things differently because the humble servant, the humble servant one, is what he would write as like business letters, right? Yeah. The the give my love to all your children and friends it's more personalized so it's a very different vibe so my Um, presumption
1: is that this ending letter portion is not there's no mention of the story so there's no record of that letter is that what you're getting at because i imagine if if there was a actual copy of that letter somewhere i would expect that to also be written phonetically
0: no that letter's real, okay that letter's is real um i i I think that i I took it from somebody who had transcribed it, and I think they criticized uh, it gotcha okay. um so that letter is real we can we definitely know that that exists okay right uh you can get a a photocopy of that letter. you cannot get a photocopy of the Ozark Coward letter that one just simply does not exist
1: gotcha. Is this um, oh is this a fun we should do some of these they might be hard to do um like fake history porn if you know what that is that that where like you take real historical things and take evidence and real characters but then you like weave in your own shit to create an alternate narrative and i bet you there's got to be some cryptids that are just like fake history oh, there's,
0: porn there's definitely some fake history porn por- history fake corn. history porn <laughs> fake history porn um <laughs> There's probably some cryptids that are like that, but I I, I in this particular case I have a different theory. Okay. We'll get to that in a minute. Um I should also note like Expedition X uh which it's it's got that one dude from like that one like oh what's his name? Um so I had to I had to so Expedition X I had to actually buy the episode Josh Gates. That's the
1: name. Oh, the that's who I was hoping you were going to yeah. say.
0: Yeah, it, it has Josh Gates, uh which is destination truth.
1: Yeah. Um
0: Yeah, it I will say this, um, even though it starts out a bit salaciously, uh uh-huh. they actually do um they do pretty good debunking work in the episode and like I'll give I'll give Josh G- Gates some credit. That episode was pretty um pretty even handed once you get past the initial like Yeah, I'll have to uh, uh whatever.
1: Twenty twenty five seasons. It's it's on Disney plus oh I have this uh is it, oh, wait, is it on plus. Disney plus oh uh, not Disney plus no, Discovery, Discovery plus, plus. I, I misspoke I was, I have, I have I was about to email. say
0: I'm like I have Disney. Dis- I have Disney plus and it wasn't on there I so. ha-
1: I have someone's email for Discovery plus I'll have to check it out I never actually watched any of uh, expedition X
0: yeah I had credit for like a free episode on Amazon so I bought it um but anywho uh so regardless this is a pretty key like this is a keystone story in the Ozark Heller like, yeah. tale legend. Right. Um, and of course, doesn't, it, you can't find any true evidence for it, which, you know, huge red flag, huge, just yeah, giant red flag. Um, now, as far as I can tell, the first iteration of this specific, like telling of the tale mm-hmm. dates back to about three years ago. Um, which when okay. I wrote this, it was 2012, so four years ago. <laughs> um, uh, it is important, however, to acknowledge that Boone's affiliation with the Howler does predate 2019, as I said before. Yeah. There's a band called the Boone Howlers, whose website okay. indicates they've been active since at least 2017, if not twenty fifteen. Okay? So gotcha. there is there is some evidence <clears throat> linking Boone to the Ozark Howler. Good,
1: good digging. Good like even finding bands that make that re- like so you, you couldn't find hard references online, but found a yeah. band that makes that reference in their name. They they good uh, digging. Good digging.
0: Although that being said, I, the the band could have changed their their story and like like I don't have really great evidence linking it. Yeah. It's 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 shaky at best, but it exists. Um, regardless, uh, Daniel Boone is not the only instance of people talking about the Ozark Howler. Uh, apparently, there's a litany of other tales spanning the 20th and 21st centuries uh, that feature the cryptid as its star. Uh, I found a small assortment on Unlocking the Ozarks, which has a section devoted to sightings. So, Unlocking the Ozarks is a, like like a travel site, so to speak. Yeah. And they have like a bunch of stories that are uh, about the Ozark Howler on there. So bafflingly, uh-huh. each of the story, each of the ten stories have quotes, but there's no sources whatsoever linking them to anything. So um, once again, grain of salt, folks. Yeah. Um. So the history of Ozark Haller stories that are collected by Unlock the Ozarks begins in 1946 in Rhode Oklahoma. Apparently, as soldiers returned from World War II to the Ozarks, it began to stir things up, upsetting the resident cryptid. While none of the actions are described, they do provide a variation of the description. Tall, at least four foot at the shoulder, thick and shaggy fur, sort of like a thick cat in its build, or perhaps like a thin bear, (laughs) which are two very different things. Yeah. Um... (laughs) Like, not gonna lie, I, I, I have no idea how you can, like, that sentence makes no logical sense whatsoever to me.
1: It's that, for some reason, that, that's making me think it was, because they don't, they don't provide uh, a date for the description, but, um, that implies, uh, I'm sorry, but like, like, to the month, because that might imply, like, winter coat or something, like, if it had thick, shaggy hair, Mm. maybe it was in the winter time. So may, it could have Maybe. been like a, a an animal that is having a hard time finding food with a thick coat. I don't know.
0: Because it sucks. It's a it's a shitty animal.
1: <laughs> it's, it's a its shitty job. animal.
0: <laughs> it's just shit. Um, <laughs> so so the the, the description continues uh, with glowing red eyes, not like the yellow or orange reflection you'll get from a cat eye at night. Um, and making a creepy kind of howling noise, very deep and guttural. Some of the old hunters said it reminded them of an elk bugling, but at a lower pitch. So it could just be an elk bugling
1: at a lower pitch. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's either this easy thing or this undiscovered. A whole new thing. Or a whole new thing. <laughs> yeah.
0: It could just be a weird variation on a normal thing. Or something entirely different. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so in 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 some there's no like nothing super noteworthy about this story. Uh, it adds nothing more to the Ozar Cowler other than a repeated derip- uh, description with some weird baby booner context because it's talking about like coming back from World War- World War II and just like fucking so much and <laughs> setting up houses so much that you upset and a cryptid that no one's ever like like very rarely seen yeah.
1: <laughs> um He's gone at war for a couple years you come back and your son's about to be born
0: <laughs> you just you just fucking ozark howler awake yeah. <laughs> um So, the the accounts continue into the 1950s, with residents reporting seeing a black goat-shaped creature, which, um... Is not a bear or a cat. Not a bear or a cat. Nope. It has nothing to do with anything else, but whatever. Uh, Once again, no additional context is offered. Not even a general region beyond the Ozarks. So, not, like, a city, not a town, not a a county. Just Ozarks. Um, Yeah,
1: that very specific, not broad
0: (laughs) location. I want to point out again, forty seven hundred square
1: miles spanning. What do you? How many states? <laughs> Four, I think, yeah. if my memory is correct. Yeah. So
0: yeah, it's it's a it's a small area. It's a small area yeah. that this thing could have happened in. Um. <laughs> so, uh, several accounts then mention seeing a melanistic cat like creature, uh, sometimes highlighting a long tail, other times mentioning red eyes. Uniformly, the creature does not menace anyone. It's just kind of there.
1: Yeah. Huh.
0: Like, it just exists. So it's strange.
1: Um, <laughs> it's like that general... SCP that is like. <laughs> oh, the the horny one? Yeah, <laughs> it's just the horny S. It is the horny SCP because it's, it's moaning. It's not howling. It's moaning? Yeah.
0: It's <laughs> just. It's just, you know. It's just being a creeper.
1: They never mention it, but like the Ozark Howler just stands there and like grinds on a tree and locks eyes with you.
0: It's very uncomfortable. Yeah. Um So most of the stories from this like uh, like style Yeah uh have the fi- like following trend. Uh a person is in or near the woods. Uh They see a large cat-like creature uh, with one or more of the Ozark Howler's features. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) There's nothing else to the story. That's the entirety of the story. Um, Allegedly, there was a rash of Howler sightings in Crawford County from 2005 to 2010. However, in addition to my inability to find news articles, those sightings are fairly easily debunked as Explore Southern History Notes. The sightings revolve more around cougars than they do monsters. The trail cam images taken of the Crawford County, uh, in Crawford County, definitely appeared to show a cougar.
1: <laughs> uh, so yeah. Oh, there's been um. Uh, sometimes I, just, if, if I'm really hating myself, I'll go on uh next door and just see what's going on, and um, there's been uh apparently, uh. Uh, 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 cougar sightings in Kingston, mm-hmm. apparently. Or people keep claiming there have been cougar sightings in Kingston. Oh.
0: <laughs> okay. Continue. Continue. I'll, I have something to say after that because you mentioned cougars.
1: Oh, that, 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 that was, uh, that was it. That no photos yeah. or anything. And then, uh, they they people get very 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 upset if you bring up anything about the existence of cougars, um, or the the unlikelihood existence rather of cougars, and that should one be seen, it's likely like something that it it, it it's more, it's not un- naturally there. It got there from It escaped from a thing.
0: Yeah. So uh really brief because i don't want to derail too much uh did you see that there's a show called milf manor
1: i saw uh, i I saw i i so while i'm working on projects in my basement like the guitar that i just Mm -hmm. fucking wired the control switch completely backwards um, seems good it's uh that my life life is like my uh I'm so anyway I'll put on uh twitch and frequently have uh, a streamer called pay money wubby up and hmm. the moment that went live his entire chat was like can we just do a watch party so he, he's gonna set up because it's get, like that's gonna violate some of twitch's rules or whatever but he's working on setting up so I have not seen it yet because I want to watch it with like commentary over it but I have seen milf Manor came out <laughs>
0: I'm just, I'm, I'm so mad that our, our intellectual property just keeps getting stolen.
1: It, it, it does. And they should it have, really does. they, they really should we, have, uh, we, we should, should get residuals from credit. that. We should we be need a credit. Credits. Like we need credits and we need a cut of that action.
0: Like I can live without the residual, <laughs> but I want that credit. I want that. I want that credit, Brandon. At production credit,
1: <laughs> there's oh for some reason just get talking about residual. So like I got my um, tax form and, and my because mm-hmm. uh, all my my residual still goes to my uh, old PO box. So yeah. s- for some reason, people have been buying a shit ton of that movie I did like a while ago, <laughs> out what? of nowhere, out of nowhere. Why? I, under- I have no idea. I have no idea. It's
0: such a it's such a strange movie to it's, be one that people were suddenly buying.
1: It's like it was at like Sundance and this was how old am I now? This had to be like more than this 10 is, years ago.
0: Yeah, absolutely cuz it was it was when we were in our early 20s when it happened.
1: Yeah. So, so like I don't know why because <clears throat> it breaks down whether it's like purchases from like streaming services or or physical sales, and it was all physical sales, and I was like, what? How- I, I mean, what? I don't even know how to buy that. Like what? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how to even.
0: Where do you even buy that movie?
1: I don't know. It's. I mean, you can. It's on like Amazon Prime and and like YouTube and Google Play, but that's the only way I know how to get it.
0: Interesting.
1: Unless, like, for some reason, that's like they needed to make physical copies to have at a store, so it wasn't people buying them, but it was like air a quote store. purchases from like like the manufacturer of copies. I don't know. Huh. It was weird because I'm I'm used to like it's been a minute. Um, does it say what year it came out? Uh, 2011, right? So so they like it's a, like if slope like, at first awesome residuals and now i'm used to getting like here's two dollars and then all of a sudden i was like wait what the fuck is this
0: <laughs> how much was it just as a um, point of curiosity
1: uh it's on my counter it was like it wasn't a lot it was about, like 50 bucks but that was still like 50 bucks from like damn 20 2011 <laughs> Which, also, oh, that God. translates to a large number of copies, because it's not like I get a dollar for every fucking copy that sells, you know? That That's like someone bought a large quantity.
0: Weird. Weird.
1: Yeah. Um. Weird. Okay.
0: So, uh, hey, going back 10 years, Brandon, to uh, 2012. Hey, um, the year after. The sci-fi channel. Yeah. The sci-fi channel show, Haunted Highway, uh, picked up the Howler story. Um, in the episode, which was double built with the Utah Skin Locker, led by Jack Osborne, and yes, it Wait. is in fact Ozzy Osborne's
1: son. That that is Ozzy, really? Yes, really. Yes, it is. Do you remember? <laughs> it totally is. How twenty? When did they have all those like, uh, like? uh uh Aussie uh, Osborne uh, reality show and that guy from K- Gene Simmons uh Family Jewels. Do you remember there was a period of time where like the Osbornes and the Simmonses had like their own reality shows on like MTV? They,
0: they had like a stranglehold on reality for a bit yeah, for a while, which was weird, very strange. It's crazy um,
1: to have give a guy a reality series when no one knows what he's saying.
0: It's, it's true <laughs> like it's i never really watched the osbornes but that show is like bizarrely
1: popular i watched all of them every yeah. episode that like i knew what time that like they aired and i never missed uh-huh. an episode of family jewels or whatever the ozzy Osbourne show was
0: was family jewels the gene simmons one
1: yeah 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 that's gene simmons okay yeah okay. and i remember his quote Weird. he made condoms and coffins because you get them when they're coming and you get them when they're going
0: <laughs>
1: yes. <laughs> It'll be crazy. They'd be like, "Oh, Ozzy, I'm going to the store. Do you need anything?" I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, you yeah. got, yeah, like, got it. Got it. Got it. And I'll be like, "God damn!" <laughs> they uh, uh, they he did get genetic testing done and. The reason he's not dead is his body is able to process toxins, like, toxic chemicals, like, three times better than normal, like, human bio, like, biology. So, like... (laughs) What does that even mean? Like, they're like, why is Ozzy still around? Like, he's clearly fucked up, but, like, not dead. And it's like, oh, because his body...
0: (laughs) <laughs> he just won the genetic lottery. He won the genetic lottery. So Jack Osborne, yes. uh, Ozzy's Ozzy's progeny, uh-huh. um, w- went to Jasper, Arkansas, to invest investigate the uh, Skinwalker, not Skinwalker. Uh-huh. Wow, Ozark Howler. Skinwalker was another part of the episode. They, it, let me put point out: there was not enough content for a full episode with Jack Osborne of the Ozark Howler. Of course there was um, So, So, uh, conspicuously, the 2012 episode says that reports go back to the 1940s with no mention of Daniel Boone. That's yeah. very important to note, because supposedly this Daniel Boone story existed. <laughs> supposedly the Boone Howlers knew about this. It's it's a whole thing, right? It's There's yeah. a lot of implications that now, it could just be that sci fi was lazy and didn't do the proper research, but like I'm guessing that they probably did because there's so little to go on for the Ozark Howler that they needed something.
1: So, um, this, this will be my last interjection, but my brain is doing it's, it's, I'm spinning up reality TV shows in my head with Ozzy Osbourne mm-hmm. and, um, and cryptids, and, and one is just. He drops acid in the woods and the whole show is just him like freaking out and reacting to like monsters that aren't there. <laughs> but it's it's like there's no
0: there's no sound mix there's no like like sound effects, there's no nothing. No, it's none just of that. Ozzy
1: Osbourne. It's just Ozzy tripping in the woods and maybe they'll like release like a squirrel with like an ice cream <laughs> cone taped to its head. <laughs> And he's just like, what the fuck is that? And he like runs and eyes behind a tree.
0: Just don't let it be a bat, because he'll bite that fucker's head off. (laughs)
1: Um
0: Jesus Christ. So uh the the I I, so I couldn't (sighs) find an episode like I couldn't find anywhere to watch this uh really. Um, but I found a way to watch a part of it. Uh Uh-huh. And we'll leave it at that. Um Long story short, they run around the woods for twenty minutes, get a thermal hit of a raccoon or a possum, and find a large cat footprint, which is likely an escaped exotic plant pet. That's the entirety of the episode. Nothing else happens. Uh-huh. It's kind of amazingly terrible. Um, also, the way that that show worked was they didn't have supposedly didn't have any producers on set with them. Which I don't believe for a fucking no, second. No, you're not gonna have you're not gonna have fucking Jack Osborne not have a producer.
1: That dude, it's no, there's zero percent chance. Um, well, also, but... so, so so I'm gonna say, well, I'm not super familiar with like how that that job site functions, but if you're shooting something for a show, that means that everyone there would have been union meaning that there may have been a requirement for someone to be filling that position on site.
0: To be fair, it well actually no, Osborne would be union. So yeah.
1: Yeah, now I don't know if a producer has to be on set f- for that. I don't think they I actually don't think they do. Um but there's a non-zero chance like someone may have been required to have been there. Yeah. No, that's fair. Like you're gonna have health and safety. Um, you're gonna have like people working all the like all the guys that have to be there are gonna be there.
0: Yeah, like like the whole conceit was like these the 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 crew had like GoPros or some shit. Yeah, right. And they were just recording, but I don't I don't buy that for a second that that's how it all happened. Um, it could be, but I I don't believe it. So. Uh, kind of continuing with the, the Ozark Howler canon, uh, the next noteworthy addition happened in 2015 when 2040, uh, 4029 news, a local Arkansas news station received two photos of an alleged Ozark Howler at Devil's Den. And now Brandon, we've got these pictures right here.
1: Oh uh, yeah. So there, this is a, oh God. Okay. It's a taxidermied animal that has horns stuck on it. Um. If you look at the feet, by the way, like you know, it's taxidermy because its weight isn't the feet. All, not all the feet aren't on the ground. It's a thing that was built on a perfectly flat mm. floor, sitting like that was just placed on a thing. The
0: legs, the legs look like they're in, the front legs look like they're in a different position in the the front the bottom photo, but the back legs look like they're identically placed.
1: Yeah. So another thing but I was gonna they... gonna mention is this is. It's hard to tell because you're looking at the left and right view of it. So you you, you can't really compare features. Um, But they're either the limbs I don't do taxidermy. So I don't know the limbs are posable or someone made two because uh, the tail is also in a completely different. The tail is up on the top image down on the lower image, but still on the lower image. Like you can tell like this thing clearly is supposed to be standing on a very flat surface and is not.
0: it's definitely so. I had a different take when I saw this. Yeah, I'll, I'll go into it in a second, but yeah, it's definitely not actually physically in that space. The, the worst part is like, even if you look at the leaves, the leaves don't look all of that, all that like distorted or anything. Um, very importantly, because this is not a visual medium, um, these pictures are blurry as shit, despite the fact it was in 2015. Yeah. Like, and when I say blurry as shit, I mean like you literally can't like it, it it's it's the same thing that happened with Slender Man where they deliberately use shitty quality photos. Yeah. Um to hide crimes. Uh, so regardless, uh, in in addition to not and also the size of this fucking thing, Brandon, is not correct, right? Yeah. So it clearly doesn't match any of the attributes of the creature beyond being black sort of in having horns yeah Uh, to me the image is extremely obviously photoshopped um like it looks like they took the smudge tool on the tail
1: yeah uh and the horns oh actually you know that as you said that looking at the feet again there is no piece of foliage that is in between the creature and the camera right so there's no like leaf over a foot or any like
0: no no, it's it's to me, it's very obviously photoshopped and composite. So it was because
1: and they didn't even put in the time to like copy and paste a leaf somewhere to make it no, look more real.
0: <laughs> they didn't even try to make it look more real, which is fucking insane. Um, oh. But but Brandon, not only that, based on this picture, that this this howler is fucking small, right? Yeah, and, it's
1: like a large squirrel size, I guess. If that tree is roots are similar to like New York tree roots.
0: Honestly, Brandon, I I looked at this and the first thing that popped in my head. You you remember Bo, right? Yeah,
1: my sister oh, Chihuahua. That's Bo size. That's a Bo sized is, animal.
0: Bo might be bigger than it even, <laughs> which is saying a lot considering that is the smallest fucking dog I've ever seen in my life.
1: Yeah, it's like. All right, so, okay, okay, let me do some math real quick, because there are leaves, I know those leaves, we have those leaves, I know how big those leaves Mm -hmm. are. My mouse cursor is the size of one leaf, so if I do one, two, three, four, from the bottom of the front paw to the top of the shoulder is four leaves, it's four leaves tall, which is like- Oh,
0: God, that's like- and a, Less than two feet.
1: Which is, yeah. So that's, that's, that leaf is like roughly, this is bad math, but like four of my fingers this way is about how big one of those leaves are. So that, that mm-hmm. creature is like, uh, 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 that's four, eight, 16, a three 16 fingers tall.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: Super small. Yeah. That's two, Super small. three. Yeah. That's like a cat.
0: Yeah. It's, it's not like a big cat
1: animal it's it not doesn't four match... feet to the shoulder
0: no it doesn't match literally anything ever about the ozark howler ever
1: no. um <laughs>
0: suffice it to say brandon the arkansas game and fish commission classifies this image as a hoax
1: oh do they now <laughs> yes they do huh. they do
0: it, they in fact classify this image as a hoax now brandon this is where the start- story starts to get batshit insane uh huh. Um, so returning to unlock the Ozarks, there is one story of an unknown Jate from Jasper, Arkansas, which um, I want to point out is where the uh, Haunted Highway episode took place. Yeah. Um. So the trail introduces some new lore surrounding the cryptid, and now <clears throat> this is this is verbatim. I I cut it down a little bit just because there's a bunch of bullshit in here that I didn't really feel like reading. Um, but this is pretty much the entirety of this story that matters yeah so I felt the hair stand uh, the hair on my neck stand on end while I was going around a glacial lake and my mind said there it is turned around when I did there there was the tail of a mountain lion slinking into the bushes. I trusted my sentence sentences <laughs> I trusted my sentences um I trusted my senses then in. Na- Then and now, here I was, on home ground, feeling like ten lions were around me. I stayed put until I felt there was nothing there, and then I chalked it up to jitters. The woods felt different because of the extra rain. As I left the woods and crossed through the fog near the creek, I felt it again. Not as intense, but again, my mind called out, There it is. Turn around. At the edge of the woods was a man, dressed in a dark mechanic's pants and red and green fa- flannel jacket. Poachers were a problem for a th- poor family. We hunted to support not only ourselves, but others that couldn't afford to buy meat regularly. So I began to walking up to confront him. He turned around and made for the woods. He made it to the fog bank at the forest edge, and I yelled out for him to stop. He kept walking, and then just seemed to dissipate into the fog the further he got into it. Or, you know, the fog covered him as fog does. The, but the
1: fog covered him, or the uh the draw distance of reality it was it it was using too many resources so like mm-hmm. yeah
0: yeah and he's he's not the one who's getting the full dedicated like resources he's in the he's in the part where the lod is really shitty yeah um so uh continuing uh, by the time I caught up to where I last saw him, there was nothing. No tracks, no disturbed foliage, nothing. I always thought it was odd that someone would wear flannel in the summer. Which, as somebody who has worn flannel in the summer, not that odd.
1: Not odd. Especially at night, and if well, they're by a water source, you if there's wear fog, long sleeves if you're in the woods, especially if there's standing water, because bugs.
0: Yeah. Also, if there's fog, you're probably it's probably chilly enough that it's... it it's worth it to wear flannel
1: if there's fog the air temperature is reaching the dew point like that yeah like there's there's a little table you can find out what temperature that is based on Mm -hmm. air humidity yeah Yeah.
0: so when i returned home my mother told me that she'd received calls from the neighbors one to the north bus reported a wounded horse and a mutilated goat the other to the south reported two calves and a cow dead and mutilated I went to see the neighbor with a horse. It had four long claw marks on either side of its rear haunches, like something had stalked up and tried to drag it down from behind. It reminded me of lions taking down a zebra on Discovery. So,
1: is he implying that the flannel man, like, <clears throat> grows like claws and like mutilates animals?
0: Kind of, right? That's how we like, interpret That's the that. way that I read it. So, um here we have someone who felt threatened by the howler, perhaps the first in the stories that we've actually discussed. Uh, More importantly, as I mentioned before, it details our first uh, occurrence of the man in flannel, who is a recurring character
1: in Ozark howler lore. So I, I didn't listen to it, but I actually do have in my playlist queued up right now, a, um, uh, a podcast that does like crypto type stuff. And, uh, there, there was um, a Flannel Man episode I was going to listen to. I started like a little bit, but I was like, this seems not like a thing. <laughs>
0: it's super... Well, it's not a thing. We'll get into it. <laughs> okay. It's not really a thing. Okay. okay. Um. And now I have a very long section that I'm going to read to you, but don't worry. It is all relevant because this is like almost the entirety of the Flannel Man story. So... <laughs> About three weeks before hunting season, I went out one early... This is the same person, by the way. I went out early one morning to drop some drop some apples for the deer and check for fresh tracks. Like the day where I ran into the man in flannel, I started at the north end of the cedar thicket and moved south. The cedar thicket has always set me on my nerve, but since that day, I've avoided it altogether. I bent over and began walking through the cedars, and my, my mind said, there it is, turn around. Because, of course... That's the third time this person has written that. Yeah. I looked left to the east, and near a thick patch of cedars was a freshly killed deer. The thing behind it was huge and black, crouched on all fours, some kind of big cat, but with big yellow eyes. Now, remember, the Ozark Howler is characterized by big red eyes. Yeah. Eyes. <clears throat> big red um, eyes
1: that emit light. They're, they're yes. non-reflective. They're They're emitting their own yes. light source.
0: Yes. So bigger than I've ever seen in a thick shaggy mane that flowed just behind its head to the middle of its back. It wasn't a lion or a cougar or a bear. It's never, I've never seen it's like since.
1: It's weird because it sounds a lot like a lion. It does. It does sound it sounds su- a lot like suspiciously
0: a like a lion.
1: Um, also, is, so is, be- is the narrative now that um, Kurt Cobain is a werelion? Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh to be fair to be fair the the man in flannel wears uh green and red didn't uh Kirk Cobain typically wear like a a green and yellow or green and blue I'm flannel, sure he had plenty of flannel
1: correct? Kirk That's true Cobain flannel I'm sure like he just wore whatever it's there's a lot of it's like red and red and black I'm sure if I if I like search enough and you know what you know what the narrative is uh uh, in my head now, it's oh, here's one that's kind of like green and green and red and green and yellow. Yeah, okay. The narrative in my head now is that, like, he is a werelion. lion, he can't control his urges when the, the moon comes on a foggy night. So he tried to stop the curse himself, but his body does slowly regenerate over time. So, Brandon, like,
0: this is super dark,
1: and it, it, yeah, yeah.
0: So where does court where does uh where does Courtney fit into all this?
1: Uh, well, what uh she 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 doesn't she's just out there living her own life. She her, her gotcha. whole her band that oh, which by the way is the name of her band. It's just the word "whole," that's its is name. It really? Yeah, uh, yeah. So like he tries to end the curse and then like a month later after he was able to fully regenerate he like clawed his way through his own grave and uh, is mm-hmm. just out in the ozarks uh hunting
0: this feels disrespectful to me in some way
1: it it likely is mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: okay so uh he began walking sideways determined not to take his eyes off of it with each of my gu- steps a guttural purr be- came from it The purr would start low, like a growl, and then end up on a high note. I slowly moved my rifle from the sling to my shoulder, so I could pull up quick and shoot if I needed to. It was so big, I don't know if it would have done any damage. It didn't move, though. It kept moving sideways until I was at an angle from it, and then it backed up out of the cedar thicket. I I stayed bent so I could could eyes on it until I moved out of sight.
1: So, two things. One, if there's ever a big cat around you, do that. Don't turn your back to it keep Mm. facing it but also if you have a gun you don't have to shoot it shoot near like gun go boom boom be scary to animals because boom scary shoot just shoot at it it. just shoot at it even if it's a 22 that little like snappy snap like boom make boom and then the animal goes oh no that guy's got boom stick me run
0: I mean, honestly, the animals like fuck. There's way easier things to kill.
1: Yeah. for food. Yeah, like the, that's the, w- that's
0: literally what it's the, like. What will happen? The, the, it's just the, like
1: the cost no, reward no. <laughs> doesn't 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 dish out.
0: I don't. I probably could take this thing, but like, really, let's not even bother.
1: Yeah, but, that's oh, what happens. I, and then also, if when you shoot and then it doesn't, if it doesn't run, then actually do shoot it because that that shit's just gonna then, that's gonna follow. It, it's letting you know it's gonna follow you. You're on the menu.
0: Yeah, yeah. If it if it doesn't run when you shoot, it's like, oh, we're going. Yeah. Yeah. Challenge accepted. Yeah. Um so then he says, it just laid there and it turned its massive head. As I got out of eyesight, I began to hear movements from the direction I had just come, and the intense feeling of
1: being watched.
0: I just said, don't, don't
1: don't break eye contact while he did the thing you're not supposed to do with kitty cats.
0: I th- I think he might have backed out, but I think I also might've cut some of this because there's a lot of like, yeah. there was a lot of like extra stuff that wasn't really necessary. Like a lot. Yeah. I cut this down considerably.
1: Oh, this is a considerable yeah. cut down from
0: the original story. Oh, also with big out.
1: cats. If y'all are woods, like don't, don't play, play dead, be bad. Right. Cause if you ever saw like a house cat with a mouse, when the thing is dead is when it turns into a toy. So don't play yep. dead because then it's going to be like, oh, you're a toy now. Pretty much. Pretty yeah. much.
0: Pretty much any rules that apply to a cat in your house, they they apply the same to a large
1: cat. Yeah. If you see a bobcat, don't do tummy scratches because then mm-hmm. the danger claws come out and they're mm-hmm. much bigger than the house cats. Pretty much.
0: House cats are a good lesson in learning how to deal with big cats because they'll do pretty much everything a big cat will do,
1: except they won't kill although, you. Although it, my well, cats are, like, very good with my daughter, so that's a bad lesson because, like, she'll just go – she, she learns how to pet now, but then pets turns into, like, slaps, and I'll be like, don't slap. But she'll now, like, give the cats a hug, and the cat will just, like, look at me like, please make this stop. So then I'll try to pick her up, but she won't let go. So I'm just holding a baby that's holding a cat off the ground. <laughs> <laughs> i be like, let go, of the damn cat! And the cat's just like slumped over, just had a weight. It's like and, I give up. Yeah, yeah. This is this, God, is, this it's is. just enough. like I give up. So they're they're good with her, but like, dear lord, if she thinks house cat rules go to big cats, she she's not gonna last. So my goal no. as a father is now to keep her away from big cats, which I guess should be pretty easy.
0: Yeah, I mean, other than the cougars in Kingston.
1: Yeah, other than the Kingston, there's no cougars in Kingston. Actually, there's very few cats in Kingston because they did a whole like cat roundup. Huh. Oh, well, there was um, there was an issue with cats, so then the city like set out a sh- fuckload of traps, and they put out a statement that they're gonna do that because they all like don't want to get your cat, so they're like, don't let your cat yeah. be outside. Like, here's the dates where we're gonna capture all of the stray cats. Gotcha. uh anywho continuing
0: this this uh this story um so as he got out of his eyesight i had just come in the intense feeling of being watched it was stalking me now here i was 16 years old probably going to die they'd find me later a part of me not on with giant claw marks through my body dot 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 because he says a fuck load more i ran then I made it to the old truck. The moss had dried up and was falling off. As I ran to it, the man in flannel stepped from behind one of the trees that was growing through it and pointed towards the trail out of the woods. I turned immediately and sprinted hard as I could. Whether it was my, it was in my mind or actually happening. I felt like a hot breath was hitting my back. And then when I broke the edge of the woods, the most, most unearthly scream sounded from behind me. Half human. Almost. I kept running until I felt it was clear and then turned nothing. Nothing had followed me out. (laughs) A shadow on all fours stalked about a 100 feet deep through the woods. I made for the house as quickly as I could. When I got back, my dad was sitting at the kitchen table waiting for me. He had been out chopping wood that morning while I was running from the howler. He had heard the scream. He told me that he had only heard it one other time. About 20 years before, he was out chopping a tree down near the edge of the woods. On the north side near the cedar grove. When he walked back to the truck to refill the chainsaw, he heard the same scream. He turned back and had jumped uh, the thing had jumped into the tree it had just chopped down. The, and stood there looking at him. Dad left the chainsaw in the truck bed, got in and drove away. That tree is still <sighs> on the ground today. The man in flannel was wearing the same thing the second time I saw him when he was guiding me out of the woods. Moonshiners, even the dead ones, know the woods better than anyone.
1: You know, not that I thought that was a whole very whole believable story, but if he had stopped before the dad being like, "I heard that once before, twenty years earlier. I was Any like, "I was like, oh god ago. damn it!" He did, uh. Yeah, so,
0: no, so like, it's it's very it's a very bullshit story, right? Yeah. Um, but also the 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 man in flannel is simultaneously a guardian angel and also maybe the cat. Yeah. So the storytelling of this is not great, no.
1: Because um, the first portion implies that he's also the cat, and the second portion implies he's not the cat because he's like pointing and I guess humming "Come as you are" as yeah. you run from a fucking.
0: Yeah, it's it's weird. It's weird. There's there's not a lot of internal consistency in that story, um. But Brandon,
1: but John, I
0: have I have I have to apologize. Yes. So. Um, I buried the lead on this week's episode. Uh Uh-huh. Pretty pretty severely, actually. Um, So this might be for the first time in Cryptopedia history. I wholeheartedly agree with Lauren Coleman about a cryptid. What? Go on. (sighs) So it turns out that the Ozark Howler is extremely recent in the cryptozoological lexicon. Also, if uh, Lauren Coleman's like,
1: hey, man... This thing's probably not a thing. Like, that really means it's not a... Like, that's the nail in the coffin.
0: It's pretty... It's pretty... It's pretty apparent. Um, So, it first appeared in the cryptozoological lexicon in 1998. According to Coleman, it was at this point that an Ozark Howler research group came into existence. Immediately, it began to make trouble for Bigfoot researchers. (laughs) What? (laughs) <laughs> with with several supposed witnesses reaching out to tell stories that sounded like a mix of alien big cats and Bigfoot. While yeah. personally I don't see the real difference between this and business as usual, Coleman seems to think that this was a huge fucking deal. Um, <laughs> hilariously, this group that had popped onto the radar of cryptid researchers already had problems, as Lauren Coleman notes. So Brandon, this is from Lauren Coleman's write up of uh-huh. like his history with the Ozark Howler. Yeah. According to one website, in 1998, Ozark Howler investigators were already feuding. It stated, "Really, the Ozark Howler Research Council has, was recently established after several members of the Ozark ha- of the Haller Research Group this is amazing. found that they had they had serious disagreements with the core group organization <laughs> over the interpretation of Ozark Howler evidence."
1: That's so like the Ozark Howler Research Group. Did like a, uh, I'm going to get all these acronyms mixed up, but the American Medical Association that split into like the, Ameri- the American other, like like this group of doctors was having like disagree <laughs> on shit. They did a feud. Yeah, they did a feud. It was a schism. They feuded, this... and then there was a schism. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, but Brandon. Oh, that's golden. It continues. It
0: continues. The Ozark Research Council- uh-huh. OHRC for short, is dedicated to the comprehensive evaluation of existing evidence and exploration for new evidence of the Howler. Okay. Now, uh, at this point, if you know anything about cryptozoology, this is absolutely a joke at the expense of the various schisms in the cryptid research community over mundane bullshit. Like, 100%, this is clearly satire. You don't yeah. have to be, like, a super duper deep into cryptozoological, like, history to know that this is complete and utter satire. Um, but it becomes more obvious when reviewing the individuals involved in the group. And Brandon, this is fucking great. Um, oh. A website named an investigator. The oh. primary <laughs> research of the Howler is a Joke, distinguished by <laughs> distinguished professor of biology at Buffalo River University in Eastern Oklahoma. The site carries photographs supposedly of the Howler taken by Miss Lee Hardman from st louis as he was driving home from a weekend in branson missouri notably the name is literally it's a joke yeah. <laughs> and buffalo river university does not exist other names of researchers included pt fuel d gowner and r nixon <laughs> um, here things get even funnier because one of the individuals emailing cryptid researchers, Jonathan C. Cook, alleged to be associated with the University of Memphis and was very interested in getting the howler placed into Lauren Coleman's book on cryptozoology, which I'm pretty sure is A to Z cryptozoology, a source that we've cited on this podcast. Yeah. Um, accidentally, Cook included the name of a doctor, a literal physician, in an email to which Coleman reached out. It seems as though Lauren Coleman is insinuating that the doctor had a hand in the hoaxing, but it's written really strangely here. And I quote, Coleman confronted Cook, and this is written in third person because this was going to be put into cryptozoology Z, and yeah. they write in third person in that book. Coleman confronted Cook, in quotes, who agreed to confess fully if Coleman did not use the real doctor's name. Scratching backwards into the websites, Coleman soon found numerous aliases that had been employed. The deception was deep and complicated even including a multiple month online design to fool investigators. I don't know what that means. A multiple month online design, whatever. I don't Um, know. Late in May of 1998, Cook told Coleman why he had done what he had done. He said, visiting a skeptic's chat room on the internet one night, a few months ago, I started talking about how ridiculous the whole Chupacabra's mythology is. Now, if you remember, we covered the Chupacabra story and how it like literally appeared overnight in like, 1985 1986 somewhere in there yeah um so cook began wondering what would happen if he created a new cryptid if many people would fall for it and it would be kind of fun to undermine the credibility of monster tales like bigfoot in the chupa which is amazing uh cook fashioned (gasps) a chain of false false fronts of free web pages and email accounts and the rest is an episode in the history of folk oh
1: and that's where those websites come in so
0: no, uh, no not even no so i tried to find the original websites but yeah. they're lost to time because like the original hosts are gone and like um i tried to look up the GeoCity sites couldn't find them once again put a fuck ton of effort into this yeah <laughs> <sighs> um so uh in, if i'm reading this story correctly brandon Cook is a physician who engaged in a hoax, introducing the concept of the Ozark howler in a direct parody of the Chupacabra. Yes. Ultimately, he slipped up. Lauren Coleman got him to admit everything. And while this exact chain of events is dubious to me, it is a likely origin story for the Ozark howler. Now, I don't, th- I don't really believe that that Lauren Coleman was like. Like, this kind of paints Lauren Coleman as, like, heroic in a sense. Yeah. And I always I always question stories where where someone gets, like, painted into a heroic light. Yeah. Uh, when it's written by that person. Um, but, Brandon, this is all assuming it wasn't, in fact, a double hoax.
1: Dun-dun-dun!
0: So here, our friends at the Ozark Howler Network enter the story. In the first years of the 21st century, journalist Lisa Lee exposed a double hoax in the popular online writing about the Ozark Howler. She noted that in the 1990s, rumors were spread primarily by Bigfoot enthusiasts uh, seeking to portray the Ozark Howler as a hoax invented by a student at the University of Arkansas in 1994. The student was said to have made a bet with members of a rival fraternity that he could convince the local NBC affiliate to run a story in the evening news news show about sightings of a previously unknown mysterious beast. Rather than then see the brother lose the bet, the legend goes the student's entire fraternity conspired to create the Ozark howler out of the whole cloth. Huh. So, to begin, Brandon, this isn't even an accurate description of the hoax given by Lauren Coleman.
1: Yeah. Nowhere in the Crypto
0: Mundo post that I found Lauren Coleman's, like, talk about it was uh-huh. the University of Arkansas mentioned by name. Uh, additionally, Coleman alleges that the uh, culprit is a physician, not a college student. Um, from here, the unfolding of the double hoax continues. Lee began investigating investigation after noting single discrepancy, in obby- obvious in hindsight, in the story crafted by the Bigfoot investigators. Although their story about the University of Arkansas student claimed that the Ozark Howler was invented in the 1990s, numerous written documents describe the Ozark Howler refer to popular beliefs around the creature, dating back to at least the 1800- late 1800s. These include many regional newspaper articles, and even a book, Tales of the Ozark Howler, now out of print. Now. Huh. I want to interject, Brandon. None of the list, none of, nothing in this listing of facts is accurate. Oh, good. Um, Tales of the Ozark Howler is a farcical book. Uh, it claims to have been originally printed in 1986 by Saul Ashton. However, there's no evidence that the original book ever existed. Rather, its first appearance is in 2019 with a recently oh, self-published edition of the book. Um, released by Hawthorne Cornice. Uh, To my knowledge, neither author is a real person. (laughs) And the description of the book is clearly bullshit. And this is the Amazon description. With the death of the last remaining members of this generation of the Ashton clan, Hawthorne Cornus was given permission to finally republish the short book, that's which remains bullshit. unchanged from the original, except for the new forward explaining the long struggle over its publication. That's
1: bullshit. That's bullshit. They, they even that reads this bullshit. Come on. It, it's so obviously uh,
0: bullshit.
1: That's painful. But Brandon,
0: not content to just accept that that was bullshit. I read some books. Oh. So I reviewed two books on Ozark folklore by Randolph Vance. We Always Lie to Strangers, Tall Tales from the Ozarks, and Ozark Superstitions. Neither of them has any mention of the Ozark Howler. However, the former does reference a concatenated... It references something called the concatenated order of the hoo-hoo. But... This is not, in fact, related to the Ozark Howler at all. In fact, it is a fraternal lumberjack association that's basically just a troll organization that does yeah. fraternal stuff for lumberjacks. Hoo is is the name that they gave to a, a, a tuft of hair that stick. Smack my <laughs> mic. Um, Hoo is the the name that they gave to a tuft of hair sticking out of one of the members' head. Uh, concatenated because it's like a union. Their their main like. Their mascot animal is a black cat because yeah. they're not a superstitious organization. Uh-huh. They made a decision to make everything based on nines. So, like uh maximum number of ne- members was 9,999, uh nine people on the board of execs or whatever, membership dues were ninety nine cents, uh sign up fee was ninety 90- nine dollars and ninety nine cents. It was it's yeah. a total fucking joke. Um the, uh, it even uses Lewis, uh Lewis Carroll names for yeah. things. Like, Snark is the person who's in charge. They had, at one point, Banner Snatches, which then became Jabberwocks. Oh, The good. whole thing, the whole thing is a long, elaborate joke that also happens to be a fraternal organization. Um, That's funny. But, Brandon, I'm not done with the double hoax. Um, Lee noted that the supposed University of Arkansas student was never identified. Um, all st- yes, he was never identified. They were never identified because they didn't exist or were ever mentioned in the first place all stories about this student came from anonymous sources in the classic style of urban legends in one version of the story a bigfoot researcher claimed to have had a telephone call with the student but was never able to produce a recording of that phone call or even written notes about the conversation um what's more no university of arkansas student had ever come forward to corroborate the story of the fraternity belt that um the name yeah. of the fraternity that was supposed to have worked together to invent the Ozark Howler was not specified, and there is no photograph or document in, in any university records of any on-campus ac- activity related to the Ozark Howler in the mid-1990s.
1: Um, <clears throat> that, the fact that a whole fraternity supposedly worked together, right, that, that's a lot of Confederates. Like, you, there would have to have, you would think it's fairly easy to get a person that's aware of that origin.
0: True, but the problem here, Brandon, isn't even that. The problem is nobody claimed that that was the case uh.
1: in the first place.
0: Like, nobody claimed that it was a it was a fraternity. God. So, none of these claims are in the original story. Yeah. None of them are actually re- relevant to debunking the hoax as a double hoax. The writer, though, apparently knows what upset Bigfoot researchers because it concludes with the following. <laughs> the story... <laughs> About the supposed hoax of the Ozark Howler, Lee concluded, was itself a hoax. The investigation suggested that this double hoax was concocted by Bigfoot researchers who were worried that the attention to the Ozark Howler was beginning to eclipse interest in the mythological cryptid North American ape, which had peaked long ago in the 1970s. Big, Bigfoot researchers attempted to gain credibility for their increasingly thin cryptozoological theories by eliminating their southern rival, along with a display of apparently <laughs> orchestrated but ultimately false critical thinking.
1: That's funny.
0: So, here the creator of this double hoax theory beautifully closes their windy, despite the fact that I, uh, I could probably name more southern cryptids than northern ones, because that's just true. Yeah. Um... This double tokes has since been removed from the Ozark Haller Network WordPress site. Um, but the site itself, alongside Ozark Haller information, which I'm 95% sure are the same person who writes yeah. them, um, are an endless font of bizarre Ozark Haller stories. And Brandon, here's a list of some of the of the titles of the stories. Um, Arkansas man saved by the flannel man. These are all these are all headlines from WordPress articles yeah. on these sites. Uh, the Ozark <laughs> the Ozark howler, a corn smut god. What does the Ozark howler want? Is the Ozark howler a furry? <laughs> Where does the Ozark howler stand on COVID nineteen? The plasticity of the Ozark howler. Could the Ozark howler be cute? Is the Ozark Howler a
1: prostitute? (laughs) That's my favorite one. That's the one that caught my attention while I was just scrolling around at first. (laughs) So Uh, there are literally
0: dozens of stories on these two sites. And there's even a bizarre story uh, involving the concatenated order of the hoo-hoo that we mentioned before. Yeah. It alleges that there was a false flag operation involving Theodore Roosevelt and a yellow fever hoax, which resulted in the creation of the Ozark National Forest to protect the Ozark howler. It gets weirder when it alleges that Warren G. Harding was then assassinated when he pulled funding from the organization. (laughs) Another conspiracy emerges when a man named Timothy Goodwin, an author who does not exist to my knowledge is said to have been killed by the Sawmen, a splinter organization of the Concatenated Order of the Hoohoo, which I once again mention oh. is a fraternal lumberjack organization. Yeah. Um, and the reason he was assassinated was because he was going to reveal some pr- political lecture on the Ozark Howler that would presumably blow the lid off the Howler its story. In reality, as I mentioned before, the Concatenated Order of the hoohoo is a fraternal organization that likes to fuck around and tell jokes about the wampus cat um really the ozark howler is a windy doing what a windy does best is fooling the city folk
1: oh that's beautiful
0: so yeah that's the ozark howler brandon and it is it is a insane troll logic story yeah that is all it is
1: that's that's fantastic
0: yeah, it's That's,
1: great. I'm happy you. I'm happy you got this one. The, the, it's it's one that was on my list that I wasn't doing for a while, but I'd scroll past it every once in a while. I, I, I this is good. I'm happy you got this one. <laughs> this this one was
0: fascinating. Is all I'm going to say. There was a lot of fascinating stuff that happened in here. Um. <sighs> so uh. Yeah, that's that's all I got on the on the Ozark Howler. Um long story short, Ozark Howler probably not real. Probably yeah. not real.
1: Yeah. Fair. That's <laughs> Yeah. I mean,
0: it could be, but like also probably not. Yeah, prob there's nothing probably in not. the
1: direction of it being a real corporeal thing.
0: Everything points to this being a joke. Yeah. So, uh. um but yeah, yeah, so that's that's this week's episode. Uh, hope you all enjoyed waiting a month to hear that one. That, um, uh,
1: yeah, apologies. It, uh, it's a it's a I it's all good. Stomach bug, bad.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, no, stomach bug, bad. Stomach Some bug, bug bad. bad. Um, so, so much poop. Uh, as...
1: So so much. So much. <laughs> the washing machine was running like nonstop.
0: I'd assume
1: it was, it was, it was terrible.
0: Brandon, I, if I were you, I probably would have just laid in the tub at, at like, like way earlier in the story.
1: It's, there was a point where I was just laying in the tub. It was, it was
0: laying in the tub with like the, 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 like uh, the shower head. Right. And just like, yeah. whenever something happens, just like spray yourself down. I made the <laughs> toilet most. Yeah. <laughs>
1: that oh it was it was rough (laughs) anywho so that was our episode
0: uh hope you enjoyed it um our website is cryptopediacast.com our instagram is at cryptopediacast our twitter is at cryptopediacast uh if you want to email us cryptopediacast at gmail.com or us at cryptopediacast.com we have a patreon we post the episode copies to it
1: um, if you, oh yeah, I if you think... want, there's, uh, you can review the copies, see all the pictures that we're looking at. And then also those, um, uh, bullet points that you're reading on the websites, like is the hozark howler prostitute, all those are hyperlinks. So if you open the copy, yes. you can go read the article on is the you... po- <laughs> uh, uh howler a corn smut God, if you want. I'm pretty
0: sure corn smut is like for bootlegging, like in- involved yeah. in bootlegging. Like it's like, it's not, it's not smut. Yeah, I think it's just, like, the name for the like, yeah. weird shit that they need for whatever. But regardless, it's fucking hilarious. Um, but yeah, so, Brandon, why don't you give our jackalopes a quick thanks?
1: Yeah, a special thank you to all our jackalopes for making this possible. They include Clay Sinclair, Marty Von Party, Bird Schneider, Lenwood Sharp, Matthew Smith, Bushcraft Kelso, and Will Smith. Wicca, wicca. Wicca,
0: hope wicca, that, wicca. I hope that I didn't fuck up the listing on this one well we'll find out oh um, <laughs> I and mean, we have a YouTube we do have a YouTube yeah. which is linked in the show notes the description um, Yep, which is, it's. Uh, or you're listening uh, to this on the YouTube
1: uh, at Cryptopedia we got
0: yeah. yeah yeah we did we did do that um, if you enjoyed the podcast be sure to rate, review, subscribe leave a like or whatever um, if you have any monster requests or stories send them in uh, I am me personally I am constantly scraping the bottom of the barrel um, <laughs> uh, let's see. and I know that there's 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 big ones we haven't covered but like my my anxiety makes me not want to cover those because I don't want to screw them up
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Oh, uh, you... but yeah yeah find me on instagram at donkey underscore hands my website is boyer my email is brandon at cryptopediacast.com and my twitter is at crypto brandon
0: on instagram i'm at mute 2057 my twitter is at jf dunham my website is john dunham games.com and my email is john at com.
1: and our art was done by tom hill you could find him on instagram at thomas michael hill his website is greatergloryco.com and his email is hill at gmail.com As always, I'm John. I'm Brandon. And things are going to get weird.